the yips. For any of you that have had them, that sends a chill down your back. That is our topic for the day. Let's tee it up. Welcome to Data Access Golf, your home for rapid golf improvement. And now, from the thin air of the Rocky Mountains, next on the number one tee, your host, Aaron Stewart. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Data Access Golf podcast. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate you being here very much. The topic of the day is not one that's very comfortable to talk about, especially for those that have experienced it. The yips, a tough one. It's a situation where your hand, uh, typically your hand, and it's during a putting motion, uh, just sort of involuntarily spasms and causes you to miss a putt. We've also seen in recent years where uh, Tiger Woods seemed to struggle with the yips in his chipping motion during a Hero World Challenge three or four years ago when he wasn't playing very much. So at That is a really frightening thing. And and the thing about the yips, if you've ever had them, and I will speak personally, I have never really had the yips putting. I've had like a round where I had something weird kind of go on that I couldn't figure out. Uh, But I have had the chipping yips and I've had it on two occasions in my life. And uh, how I overcame them hopefully will be helpful today. And it's kind of the point of the conversation. So First, to kind of discuss the yips for anybody who's never had them, it's a situation that occurs where involuntarily your your hand does something that you don't want to do. It's kind of a jerky little shove, and uh, it causes you to hit the ball improperly, and it really makes you look bad. And and then that's that's one part, right? It's pretty embarrassing because you've got like a a two-footer or a really simple chip, in my case, something that typically would be very, very easy to perform and and usually is. And then all of a sudden this involuntary sort of yip happens and you completely, for me, I would always hit it super flat and kind of bounce into the ball. And it was just like a a disaster. It was the ugliest. It was horrible, just embarrassing. But the worst part, I mean, yeah, it's a a little embarrassing with guys watching you, but if you're playing with your friends and whatever, everybody kind of laughs it off. And they didn't really know, my buddies didn't really know that I had the chipping yips. I think, I think Thane probably was the closest to kind of figure out that I was having a hard time with it. Um, and, and he probably noticed that I, went, I eventually went cross-handed to chip until I kind of figured out what was going on. And that's definitely one thing you can do is kind of change up your grip and what you're doing. I literally was chipping cross-handed for a while, left hand low. And it worked great. It really did work great. But, um, but yeah, you have this involuntary sort of yip and, and, and it doesn't help your score. You don't, you don't look good in front of your buddies or if you're playing with people you don't know. But the biggest problem with the yips is psychologically, it's devastating. Psychologically, because you have absolutely no idea what just happened and how to fix it, it is devastating. And so the anxiety when you have a shot when I would come up to a chip, the anxiety that would build up was unbearable. And unfortunately, this anxiety made it even worse, right? It put extra stress on, on the chip. It put extra stre- stress on the stroke if you're putting, and it makes it even worse. So they'll talk a lot about if you go, and there's a lot of people that 
I mean, the yips is so common that even the Mayo Clinic has a page on it now. And it, they try to go in and discuss. In fact, let me let's see. In, in some people, the yips are a type of focal dystonia, a condition that causes involuntary muscle contractions during a specific task. It is most likely related to overuse of a certain set of muscles, similar to writer's cramp. Anxiety worsens the effect. Some athletes become so anxious and self-focused, overthinking to the point of distraction, that their ability to execute a skill such as putting is impaired. Choking is an extreme form of performance anxiety that may compromise a golfer or any athlete's game. Okay, so a couple things to remember about the yips. One, if the Mayo Clinic doesn't know what causes them, nobody else does. Okay, so that's first and foremost. Don't let anybody tell you what causes the yips. Nobody knows. If the Mayo Clinic doesn't know, nobody knows. So no golf coach, nobody anywhere has any idea what causes the yips. And so if somebody tries to tell you that they know why, uh, no, I, I don't know. Now, what happened for me? And I don't know if this is going to be the same for you, but this is how I was able to overcome the yips, at least the chipping yips. I don't know if it works for the putting yips because I don't have the putting yips. Okay, so I'm just going to explain things as they are, and hopefully somebody out there can um, benefit from it. So first and foremost, when I realized that I had the chipping yips and I, I started feeling anxious, I realized that if I stayed calm, that I could, um, that there was less of a chance that I would yip while I chipped, right? So really keeping um, the anxiety level down. What are the ways to do that? Well, one definitely is the exercise that I've talked about a number of times, and that's just making sure that you are not thinking about anything consciously trying to do anything different in your hands. You're better off thinking about something outside yourself. So focusing on the hole, focusing on a spot where to land the ball, focusing on anything else rather than the actual movement itself. That was one thing that I found helpful and reduced the yips didn't take them away, but it definitely helped reduce the yips. Another thing that happened that was super helpful, the, the first time I got the yips, I was actually out in Palm Springs at an extraordinary golf school, and I had the and I was working with Fred Shoemaker at the time, and he was helping me on, on my chipping. I had not told Fred that I was having the yips. I had not explained to him that I was having a problem with it. And, and I usually didn't have any problem when I was practicing. It only happened when I was playing. I could practice and never yip one chip. I could just practice, practice, practice. So I was out there practicing my chipping. And Fred came up behind me and, and asked me what I thought my stroke was doing. And this was before we really had sort of the swing bite and some other things that we use you know, as far as technology goes. But the, the chipping motion is slow enough where Fred could easily see what was going on. So he just asked me, and this is the thing that is so great about Fred Shoemaker, is he will ask you what you're experiencing, what you're feeling, what you think you're doing, and to sort of qualify then what he says next. And it's a brilliant way to teach golf. It's the only way to teach golf as a coach. So he will ask you. So he came to me and said, hey, 
Aaron, what do you think you're doing with your chipping stroke? Tell me what, what's going on. And so you have to think about it. And I say, well, I'm going back. I'm, t- I'm taking the club straight back. And then I'm rerouting and sort of coming through on a little of an inside motion. And, and he said to me, no, you're not. And I'm like, what? He's like, no, you are actually taking the club quite a bit inside, looping it to the outside and then coming across sort of uh, and, and then coming back from the inside. But but you're looping up. Well, that sort of freaked me out because my experience was one thing and what was actually going on was another thing. Well, lo and behold, I started to work on that and started to work on taking the club straight back and, and sort of, you know, setting my wrist and coming back through straight back down through and hitting kind of a higher sort of a softer shot and really working on that motion. Well, lo and behold, when I went back and played, the yips were gone. So there's something, so that, that's one experience. About mm, three, about three years later, I get the yips again. But this time, I now have that swing bite that I've talked about uh, here and there. I've now got the swing bite. So I think to myself, okay, I've got the yips again. This is a problem. It happened one day. It was a, it was a bad day. Um, so I had it back. I realized I had it back. And I realized, okay, so what this probably means is what I think I'm doing and what I'm really doing don't match up. And that's causing some real mental trouble in me. So I cannot perform the way I want to. So I need to figure out what that is. And so I, I, took on, I, I took the swing bite and I strapped it on and I started measuring and looking at what I was doing. And sure enough, the experience that I was having, what I thought was going on and what was really going on were completely different. In this particular case, I was taking the club straight back, then looping it out over the top. It was an over the top move and then coming back over the top and coming at the club and coming at the ball that way, where I really thought felt like And this is crazy because this is a chipping motion, right? This is a simple, tiny little motion. I felt like the club was going back, setting, and coming right back down the same, maybe a little inside, but right back down that same line. Well, that wasn't happening at all. It was quite a, a drastic motion over the top and cutting across the ball. Well, so what I thought was happening and what was really happening were not the same thing, and that caused some real trouble in my mind and real trouble in, in how I was executing the shot. And that was enough for me to get the yips. So when for me, and I, I don't know if this will work for you or not, if this helps you or not, but for me, what I think I'm doing and what I'm really doing, when those don't match up perfectly in the chipping motion, I get the yips. It's a great sign for me to know that something's wrong. What, what's going on is off for me. Right, Because I'm expecting the club to do one thing. I'm expecting the ball to do one thing. And it's, my brain knows what I'm expecting to do. But the stroke that I'm putting at, the chipping motion that I'm putting on it, isn't going to make it do that way. And that causes some sort of a, a, a disagreement in my head, some sort of a mental hiccup in my head. And I yip. And I think it's the body just trying to compensate and make something happen that can't happen the way I'm swinging the club, the way the, the chipping motion isn't going to perform the way, isn't going to, to have the outcome that I have pictured in my mind and my body's trying to fix it brilliantly by having some kind of yip motion to make it happen. Okay, so that's sort of, at least for me in my experience, 
and I don't know if that will help you. Now, it, it could, and I would definitely take a, you know, if you have the ability to get a piece of equipment that can read your putting stroke, and again, the, the blast sort of, you know, that little blast tool that you stick on the end of your putter is a great tool. I like the uh, Swing Caddy putting analyzer. You can just get it from Swing Caddy online. It's the PT30. That's the one I use. I like it because you don't have to connect to a phone. You just connect it to your uh, putter and it has just a digital readout. But when, when your stroke, at least for me, when your stroke is not is not being performed the way you think it's being performed when reality is not matching up your experience and reality are not matching up that causes a problem in your mind especially if you're a person that is really focused on the type of shot like if you're a if you're a putter right and you picture the ball going in the hole but then your stroke isn't the stroke that can make that ball go in the hole well you've got a discrepancy in your mind where your body knows or your, your, your uh, subconscious mind knows, hey, if you stroke the club like that, if your stroke isn't long enough, if your stroke is kind of a loopy stroke, if your club face is coming in open or shut or whatever the case may be, and, and, but you think it's coming in square or you think you're taking the club back far enough, if any of those things are inaccurate, right? What actually is going on does not match up with, with what you think is going on, I'm guessing that there's a possibility that that's going to cause some kind of an involuntary motion to fix it, right? To make it happen, to hopefully get the ball in the hole. So we don't know what causes it. This is completely speculation on my part based on my experience and based on uh, data that I've used to analyze my own chipping motion. And if I ever get the yips putting, I'm guessing that if I put on the putting analyzer, I will find out that my putting stroke, what I'm experiencing in my putting stroke and what's actually going on don't match. And so I'm compensating somehow by yipping to try to get the ball to do something that, um, that I want it to do. So that's kind of the uh, topic for today. I, I know it's a difficult topic. I know it's not one that anybody wants to talk about it's definitely not something that anyone wants to live through because the yips are truly awful. It's just a horrible, horrible experience. So for any of you that experience, have experienced it, I feel awful for you. I get it, at least from a chipping standpoint. I, I did, and you can definitely try this, and I think a lot of tour pros have gotten over the yips by changing their their putting stroke, right, by going to saw grips and and, uh, you know, I think uh, long putters and all that were folks trying to figure out a way to take that, you know, a yipping right hand out of the motion completely. So that's definitely one way to do it. But there's something going on mentally. And at least for me, it's when the what I'm experiencing and what's actually going on don't match. Then my body's going to compensate some well with some some crazy little adjustment. And I believe that that happens also in the full golf swing. But we get away with it and there, there's more time to fix it. And so we make the manipulations during the golf swing, uh, which causes some crazy stuff, but we have more time to fix it. So I believe that yips are going on in the full golf swing as well, but we just call that, they're just corrective motions to try to get the, the club face back to the back of the ball. But it really, it's sort of a, a, a yip that lasts longer.
so it's not as drastic and not as embarrassing. Charles Barkley has the full swing yips. There's just no question about it, right? So it is possible. I think we've probably, a lot of us have more of that going on than we think because what we, what we think our swing is doing and what it's actually doing are, totally, are two totally different things. So we're making some, compensation, some compensations we don't know we're making in order to get the ball to go someplace where we want it to go in the general direction. But that's just something to look at. So if you are experiencing the yips, I would definitely recommend getting something that will be able to give you the data that you need so your experience and reality can start matching up and coming a little bit closer. There's a lot of ways to do that. There's a lot of cool technology to do it. I would highly recommend going and finding a school. And I always recommend the Extraordinary Golf Schools. They're the best out there. Um, I, I, I cannot recommend them more highly. I cannot recommend the way they teach golf more highly. It's just a great place to learn to play golf under their tutelage. It's the way to go. So anyway, that's it for today. I hope that this is helpful to somebody. If you do have the yips, if you have struggled about it, please drop me a line. Dataaccessgolf at gmail.com or leave a comment where you listen to this podcast. Most of them make them back to me. Um, or you can even just go on the Facebook page and, and make a comment there as well. So thanks for listening today. Hopefully this is helpful to someone. And as always, better data, especially when it comes to the yips, means better golf. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Data Access Golf with Aaron Stewart. Check us out online at dataaccessgolf.com. And we'll see you on the next episode.